Hey. Hey, what's going on? Uh, a lot of people are in pain right now, and I'm one of them. Uh, I just don't really... I am, like, what made things worse besides the fact that someone busted into a synagogue on a Saturday morning and shot people because they were Jews. Yeah, while they were praying. Is the, the, what is the immediate thing that everybody does these days? They go to social media. Yeah. And I just, I can't, I can't take the hate. I can't, the hate (sighs) is too much. I was reading about I was reading about this guy this morning. Oh, he had twenty one. Add add to the fact that he was this crazy anti semite of long standing, long standing. Yeah. yeah. And he was on this social media thing called Gab, which is the alternative to Twitter and Facebook for the alt right and white nationalists who've been kicked off of these platforms. So the kinds of things that he was posting were absolutely outrageous and just horrible add to this all of this he had 21 guns registered he had registered he he and, and he of course got them all legally got them all, all legally them, 21 all guns what does this guy need to do what why does he have 21 guns and of course this 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 anti-semitic terrorism incident was carried out with an ar-15 of course, because that's the weapon of choice for all right. of these shootings. How right. else can you kill a lot of people in a short amount of time? Yeah, th- looking at social media, it was a, was awful afterwards. Awful. And, you know, the, the false equivalence of there's anti-Semitism on both sides. Uh. You know, I couldn't get my head around people yesterday who are talking about Linda Sarsour and BDS on college campuses. Right. Last, time I, last time I checked, Linda Sarsour didn't go into a synagogue and kill anybody. Right. And she, and, she you know, is and alleged Lewis, to be sympathetic to Hamas, but right. whatever. And, I mean, and, yes. And, and, and the anti-Semitism. But she of, didn't of go Lewis into a synagogue and pull the trigger and kill right. 11 people, a right-wing nationalist. Right. And, and Louis Farrakhan, who is a nothing, who we give him... Air space because we react every time right. every he time. says fall something for it every about single time. So we fall for it every single time. He's a nothing. I'm not trying to say that there's no anti-Semitism on the left because of course there is. The one thing that unites the extreme left and the extreme right is hatred of Jews. Right. Always has and always will. But the environment that we're living in right now in this country is such that these acts of terror are being carried out by people who, while this guy may not have liked Trump because Trump wasn't anti-Semitic enough, right. he carried this action out because he, uh, because he felt that George Soros is supporting this wave of migrants who are coming to the border from Honduras. And everybody knows that when you say George Soros, you mean international jury. Well, and let me let me just add to this Soros thing another horrifying aspect yeah. to this. On October twenty third at nine twenty four PM, K 
Kevin McCarthy, the House Majority Leader from California's 23rd District, posted on, tweeted the following tweet. We cannot allow Soros, Steyer, and Bloomberg to buy, capital B-U-Y, this election, exclamation mark. Get out and vote Republican November 6th, hashtag MAGA with an American flag. Now, and then with a, it's a, there's, it, attached to it was a video about George Soros. And yeah. it's from something called Hold the Majority. Now, what do George Soros, Tom Steyer, and Michael Bloomberg all have in common? They're exceedingly wealthy Jews. They're exceedingly wealthy Jews. This, yeah. the, the, the rank anti-Semitism of this from someone who, if the Republicans hold the House on November 6th, which I think is a, is a possibility, a strong possibility. Anything's possible in this thing. He will be a leading candidate, if not the leading candidate, to be, to be the Speaker of the yeah. House. Number three in line for the presidency. Yeah. Not that one and two are so good. He deleted this. Yeah, well. After yesterday. He deleted it. Yeah. But as I put on my Facebook page, let's not let him forget that we know what he posted and call him and tell him with the phone number for the Capitol, uh, uh, the, uh, Capitol Hill operator. Let me ask a serious question that's going to yeah. sound snarky, but it's serious. When people like that post these things about, you know, these wealthy Jews and, you know, the, the dog, the anti-Semitic dog whistles. How come nobody ever uses the name Sheldon Adelson? I, I was thinking the same. You know, we really do have a mind meld because as I was sitting down <laughs> to read um, the the New York Times a bit earlier and I was reading about some of this stuff, I was saying, geez, you know, it's amazing to me, these anti-Semitic dog whistles, yet the one, there are, there are some astronomical sum of money has come from six wealthy donors. Yeah. Five Democrats, five Republicans, one former independent, that's Bloomberg, who says he's going to register for to be a Democrat because he wants to run for president. Right. But in that list of 11 people, the Adelsons have given multiples more right. than any of these other mega donors. In multiples, multiples, multiples. And of course, Kevin McCarthy and all these people go out hat in hand to to Sheldon Adelson. But you know, and and then how? And then it's unbelievable to me that someone like Sheldon Adelson, <laughs> who's like you know the big oh yeah. Israel anti-Semitism stuff like that, he funds these assholes. Did he or, say? Did he say anything after the shooting? Was there any? Statement I haven't. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything either. How come? How come the Zionist Organization of America hasn't, hasn't said out? anything? And then, and then all you know, these Republicans on you know on social media and saying you know you can't point fingers and do right. both sides, both sides, both sides. It's just. It's I, horrible. I'm so, I, I emailed. I'm the, so tired I, of this. Both I know, sides I, nonsense. I emailed a friend last night and I said, this is my friend who's been involved in Republican Jewish circles Uh in Pennsylvania. And I sent him the, 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 the tweet from McCarthy and he said, I'm not, I'm not involved in the GOP anymore. Really? Um, Yeah. And he said, but are you all in with the Democrats? 
He said, because that would be really sad. <laughs> and so I wrote back and I Why? said, I said, well, no, I mean, you know, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him something. And so what I said was, you know, here, I'll just, I'll just read it to you because, yeah. um, I wrote whatever the sins of the democratic party, they pale in comparison to the GOP. The Republicans are the only misogynist, homophobes, Islamophobes, family separators, climate deniers, and violent anti-Semites out there. And then he wrote back, be careful what you say about anti-Semitism because there's anti-Semitism on the left. And I said, read the email carefully. I said, read the email carefully. I said, violent anti-Semitism. As far as I know, no one from Antifa or BDS. I mean, you know, look, the the BDS kids are so uh, mobilized in a really ugly way that, you know, they've shouted people down. When I moderated a discussion at Vassar a few years ago with Brett Stevens, um, I remember one of the BDS kids like was really like kind of hopped up. But in the end, everybody kind of treated everybody respectfully. I'm not defending anybody there. Right. But shouting down, as we know, is is not the same thing. And, you know, yelling at Mitch McConnell in a restaurant is not the same thing. But Mitch McConnell did get yelled at at Georgetown, which was great. It's not the same thing as sending a pipe bomb Mm -hmm. to Barack Obama. Right, exactly. Let's be clear. Like, I'm so tired of this. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. And I'm not apologizing for, you know, rudeness on the part of people who support progressive causes or Democratic causes. There's a huge difference between being rude and freaking sending a device designed to kill and assassinate former leaders of our country. Right. I mean, and to be completely honest with you, I think that if I, you know, found myself in a restaurant in D.C. sitting next to Ted Cruz and his wife, I would just eat my dinner. <laughs> you know? Would you? I would get up and leave. I wouldn't sit next no, to him. No, I, I don't crap. think, I don't think, I don't, I, I mean, I don't think I would. I don't think I I'd, I don't think I'd yell at him. I wouldn't yell at him. I would get up and leave. Yeah, but and then I you'd be denying yourself a nice dinner. No, no. I'd sit in a different spot. Stephen Miller's take, a different story. I'd take it to go. What? Stephen Miller's a different story. Well, he doesn't deserve to eat. Right. I saw someone, <laughs> and I saw someone the other day, I was going, I was walking down the street, and I saw someone I know who actually, who works in the White House, Some the one person I know, I believe it was her, I was, and I was like, I could cross the street right now. And greet her, or she would greet me, and I would keep going, or I could just turn here and keep going. I just turned and kept going. But it, 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 regardless, but even if I screamed at Ted Cruz, even if I said, "Fuck you, your dinner sucks, and you suck, and you're an ass," it's totally different from sending pipe bombs well, to one, you're, everybody who's been a target of President Trump's rhetoric. It's legal to. Tell your elected representatives what you think about them. Voicing your opinion is legal. Right. Right. You know, telling somebody who is voting to take away your health care that you're angry with them is okay. Right. You know, telling Stephen Miller, who is the architect of an inhumane immigration policy, that he's a big piece of shit whose ancestors would be ashamed of him, is okay. Right. Well, listen to this. I mean, just the... the, 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 And then just getting back to Pittsburgh and the environment that the right has created. So you have these things that the the House Majority Leader is sending out. And then uh, a friend of mine in a dedicated 
um, dedicated Amen Corner listener sent me last night. This is from yesterday. This yeah. is Lou Dobbs oh, interviewing yeah. a guy oh. named Chris Farrell, who's yeah. the head of Judicial Watch's investigations or whatever. Yeah. And he talked about how the Soros-occupied State Department yeah. is it's, helping groups help yeah. these Honduran alleged caravans yeah. who are a thousand right. miles away. It's so, and Soros-occupied I mean, State Department, as as Josh Marshall pointed out from Talking Points Memo, is is a lever that's being pulled because to all neo-Nazis and alt-right and white nationalists, they talk about Zog, yeah, the exactly. Zionist-occupied government. So when you say Soros-occupied State Department, that is a straight-up effort to mobilize people. That guy knew exactly what he was saying, exactly dog, what he's doing. He's on Fox News with Lou Dobbs. This is an this yeah. is this is this is this is the this is the anti Semitism of the right and it is deadly. Yeah. It is deadly. And and you as a Middle East expert, I'm sure the irony cannot be lost on you when somebody refers to the State Department the State Department, <laughs> right, right, the right. the State Department for decades, the the place, the Arabists, you know, the Arabists in the State Department, the anti-Semitic State Department, the anti-Semites in the State Department. The people, people still talk are, about the anti-Semitism of the CIA. So, uh, so for somebody to to claim that this is the Soros-occupied State <laughs> Department, I mean, it's so. It's just it, it's it's. It's we're in bizarro world. Well, it's not even that. It's it's absolutely intended. Chris Farrell is just, is a political entrepreneur, and he knows what ideas mobilize a certain segment of the GOP's base. Yeah, and, right. Zog, is and let's face it, white yeah. nationalists, the alt right, neo Nazis are a part of the GOP base. And these guys are looking at uh, significant problems, hopefully, coming up on November 6th. I, and this I is hope a, so. This is, this is a mechanism of mobilization. Well, They're pulling out all the steps. Look, look at the last commercial, the closing argument that President Trump made before right. the 2016 general election. Yeah. That commercial was all about Goldman Sachs and other Jews. Stephen, it's not hard to draw a line between that Lou Dobbs segment and a deranged person who walked into a synagogue yesterday and murdered 11 Jews at prayer. Right. When you believe, when you're being told over and over again right. that it's the Jews who are causing this, all it takes is for one deranged individual who's been listening to this, who his his social media is saturated with this. Right. Now, how as, hard is it to draw that line? Yeah. And I mean, the, guy, has, again, the guy's an anti-Semite. This has nothing to do right. with Louis Farrakhan and it has nothing to do with what's going on on college campuses. This has to do with an ecosystem where these ideas are, are so prevalent that people who are who are already prone to believing this are being pushed over the edge. We haven't even right. talked much right. about the freaking pipe bombs this week. Right, right. Why, why were these people targeted? Because for years, the people who were targeted have been on President Trump's 
shit list. Right. Right. One more one more thing about this guy, Robert Bowers. The, don't, the guy. don't say his name. Don't say right. his name. He he is an anti Semite of long standing, but clearly this is an environment that makes it easier for him to act on his hateful beliefs and add to it the fact that you could just the, the basically the universal availability of all types of weaponry. But I want to point out something, an amazing, amazing irony. One of the things that, that got him to get out of bed yesterday morning, yeah. load his AR-15, drive, you know, a half an hour into the synagogue and shoot up these, these poor people was his anger at an organization called Hyas. And Hyas yeah. stands for, remember, it's the Hebrew... Immigrant Aid, Aid Society, Society. Yep. which has been working for decades. Oh, over 100 years, my friend. And over I can guarantee years. Wow. you, and I can guarantee every one of our listeners, that if your Jewish family came here at any point over the last 100 years, they were helped by Hyas. So, they were helped by Hyas. So he and this guy on Fox News... The guy on Fox News was railing about NGOs being funded by Soros. He was uh-huh. talking about Hyas. Right. And Hyas is bringing these caravans. Harris is bringing in Muslims. In Kike's, Kike infestation is bringing a Muslim infestation and so on and so forth. One of the amazing ironies is that there are Jews who actually believe very yeah. similar things as Robert Bowers. There's yeah, an organization. Don't say that name. All right, it's the guy who shot up the synagogue in Pittsburgh. Better. Uh, he, there's an organization here in in the Potomac, Maryland, Fairfax, Bethesda, Maryland area. Uh-huh. Uh, the treasurer of the organization belongs to my former synagogue. These are the Brown Kippas. They have uh, mounted a campaign against Hyas because of Hyas's role in helping to resettle. The trickle. It's not even a trickle. Yeah. It's not even a drip of, of Syrian refugees who've gained entry into the United States. These are people. So there is there's this crazy connection here between insane anti-Semites and people who believe that they're protecting Jews by preventing Money refugees. I, yeah. I can't believe it. I'm just stunned by this. And these are these are fine, upstanding members of. Of the community, mm. these are synagogue goers whose 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 wealth allows them access to 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 organizations and and influence, and they're haters also. Yeah. I'm not making a I'm not making an equivalence here. I'm just pointing out that the guy who shot up the synagogue was motivated by hatred for Hyas and the crazy things that this organization is saying about Hyas, which runs counter to everything that Jews and the Jewish experience in the 20th century stands for and what we believe in what, what, and our lived experiences and collective memory. It's, uh, it's, it's bizarre and crazy and sad and depressing to me. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I actually was in synagogue yesterday morning. I figured because I texted you as soon yeah. as I heard it and I didn't hear back from you. You know, and I don't go all the time, but I right. do but I do go when I you know, when I when nothing else is going on, when I don't have, you know, conflicts, whatever. Really? I and, watch ESPN when I have nothing else well, going on. Well, you know, yeah. that too. Right. And you know, Mia's butt mitzvah is coming up right. uh, in less than six months. You're Mia's. 
my Mia. Yeah. And I wanted her to come with me. Right. Because, you know, as you prepare for your bar, bat mitzvah, you spend more time going to services, so you feel, you know, comfortable. Right. And she had a long week, and she hadn't been feeling well, so she backed off. And, you know, I was a little upset, because I'm like, all right, so I'm just going to go by myself. You know, if if I belonged to your synagogue, I would go every Saturday. Just to hear the rabbi speak? Well, no, I like your rabbi, but because two blocks away is Salem Carmine. Right, that's true. Um, but I, as when I found out and somebody came into uh, the sanctuary and told me, one of my friends came in and told me what happened. I had no idea before I went to right. the synagogue and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking this could easily have been us. Yeah. And thank God my daughter decided not to go to synagogue. Right. Because at least, and this is such a horrible reality that we live in. And I thought, well, if they're going to shoot up the place, at least only I would get killed right. and not my children. Right. I didn't, I don't, I, I said to Lauren, I said, you know, I'm not really, I don't feel really comfortable about them going to Hebrew school on Sunday morning. And I don't, you know, these are things that now, and to run, now I've been in your synagogue a bunch of times. Yeah. You walk in, there's. Is there like a desk to the right where desk. someone says, yeah, yeah, there's security, there's yeah, security, yeah. But but you know the other thing, which of course is horrific after the after the events, the first thing that's discussed. Well, if there had been an armed right. guard there, then he, the terrorists wouldn't have been able to pull this off. And my response to that is nonsense. Right. Nonsense. Because you walk into any building, even with an armed guard, and you have a rifle in your hand, the first thing you're doing is you're shooting that armed guard. Right. Who's and not? guess what? And guess what? Three cops, four cops got hurt yesterday, right. got shot, right. who were trained, who right. were ready, prepared for a situation like this, and they still got shot. Right. Why? Because it's an inherently dangerous situation. Right. You can't <laughs> prevent people from, once you are in the facility with a gun, you cannot prevent that gun right. from being used. So what and are we supposed to do? Have guard towers outside of every, right. and of let every me tell synagogue you, and every let me, church? Let me tell you, school? right. That's, that's, I mean, that's the logical conclusion of what the president is saying. We need to have armed guards because I will tell you that on Saturdays in front of the synagogues in the neighborhood, and there's three of them and then another one down the road, there are there is a presence of Montgomery County police officers. Our old synagogue... We went to a bat mitzvah there in June, and there is a police a Montgomery County police officer who stands at the front door, and the front door is heavily it looks it's it's bulletproof, whatever. Yeah. But most of the time, you know, these guys, you know, this is a routine. This is a Saturday morning thing. They're there from like whatever, you know, the start of services right. a little bit before until you know one thirty or something like that. Most of the time, these guys are just kind of hanging out and you know shooting the shit. Uh, you have to be like ready, you know. If somebody well, pulled up with thing. an AR-15. These guys are like, oh yeah, we're talking about you know the baseball game last night or something like that. This but, is a de- just the the idea that just because someone's armed there, there's reason. Like the president's like, we should have a better shootout. I don't know. I, I mean, it's mind-boggling. And think about it. You want the uh, the congregants to be armed? What <laughs> happens when you disagree with what the rabbi is saying and you decide to take matters into your own hands? It's the same idea of like schools. It's like, do you really want a teacher to have a gun? Mm. Well, what happens if you know the teacher if the kids are acting up and the teachers had a bad day? Day, right? 
And I'm not suggesting that the teacher's going to shoot a kid, but at some point you might, you know, show, remind the kid that you're strapped. And what kind of environment is that? Like, <sighs> what kind of society do we want to live in? You know, you, we've been talking about this for a long time. For a long time. Since we started, since before we started the podcast, for, the, the, this has been a slow-moving process that's been accelerated since the election of the president. But, you know, we've, we've always said that things are going to get bad and things are going to get bloody. And yeah. this is Here what's happening. Like, right. this, is what, this is what it looks like. It's going to look... It, it, you don't know. You think, like, oh, well, we're not there yet. We might be there. Yeah. We might be there. I and know. it's going to get worse. Know. You know, are we safe anywhere? I know. Is, I know. Is, is, there, there's, it doesn't feel like there is anybody in charge right. who wants to take the responsibility for protecting us in a real and meaningful way. Right. It's what Errol Lewis was saying. I was stretching after my run this morning. I had CNN on, and Errol Lewis was on. And he said, it's like the president's statements, it's like he's a bystander like the rest of us. Oh, it's a very terrible incident, a tragic incident, and so on and so forth, where we're looking for leadership. We're looking for policies. We're looking for people to you know, straight up denounce this. I mean, the president denounced it, but it's, it was hardly believable since his party and his supporters are like the guy on Fox News and like Kevin McCarthy, the guy who holds the Skittles for the president, are advancing these horrific, anti-Semitic, dangerous ideas. I mean, to get out, to get on TV and say like, oh, we condemn this, like that's cheap Bullshit. and that's easy. Right. It's easy. Like, you know, Let's put your money where your mouth is. Like, they, what are you going to do about it? Right. You can't when, nobody, you're ba- when you've mobilized your base. You in can't part. when you have a hate rally the night that one of these, you right. know, that, that a terror attack happens in our country. Right. You know, I mean, I'm not the first one to suggest this at all, but what, had, what would have been the scenario had the shooter been a Muslim? Right. They'd be rounding up Muslims right now. There'd Can you imagine a Muslim man with the, with the kind of things, but in the reverse, on his van... You know, oh with targets on Trump and targets on Republican. Jesus. We'd lock down the airports again. Yep. There'd be martial law. Right. We would, we would start going from house to house notice, talking to Muslims. Notice no one has called this terrorism. No we official. Have. He hasn't been charged with, he's been charged 29 no, counts, right. but no hate crime. crime. No, this is not, This no one has used the term domestic terrorism. This is because an anti-Semitic is- terrorist incident. White Christians don't commit terrorism. Right. That's something that dark Muslims do. Right. So, I don't, you know, I don't know. I can't. I'm having a really hard time <laughs> processing. You know, I know of a, I know of a few a few a few guys, college, high school, who've talked to me about that they want to purchase firearms to protect their family. <laughs> Excuse me. What's that? What's that going to do? To Again. protect their families from white nationalists. No, I don't. I, no, oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying that the that the fear is palpable. That this is yeah. something that you could see coming, and you can see the dynamic getting away. Where people say, "Geez, I gotta, I have to arm up. I want to, I want to protect my children. I want to protect my family." And where, this is, and there's, no, and there's no, and there's no leadership the in the country. In fact, the leadership is stoking this. I have to take matters into my own hands. I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do. I'm just saying yeah, that that's I, I a thought that. process I, yeah, that I, understand. I can understand, actually. <clears throat> but again, like, 
What are you going to do? Walk around with your kid 24-7 with, yeah. a, with a rifle? You can't yeah. protect them. You can't. Like, once you, they leave your house, like, they're out there. Dude, this is the other thing, you know. Go out and vote. Let's vote. Let's vote. Let's vote. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody has to go out and vote. We actually, we had tickets for Trevor Noah last night. Uh-huh. And we couldn't not go. And it was actually, I was really not in the mood to go, but we yeah. went. And it was it was good to have a few laughs. And he was funny. And at one point, he said something about Trump. And people started booing. And he said, don't boo, vote. Yeah. But here's the thing. I, I do hope we flip the House. And I do hope by some miracle they flip the, the Senate. The Senate, yeah. But I think that's going to bring out violent people. Yeah. I think that's going to bring out people with AR-15s. I think that this administration has made it clear that any result that is not what they want not is illegitimate. Yeah. They and have been look, saying these things. They've been in coded language. The same kind of thing. Coded language is, as a mechanism is, of mobilization. People who are attuned to this know. When you say Soros-occupied State Department, people yeah. who are anti-Semites know exactly what that means. Look, we talked about this before the election in 2016, and we said that had, would, had Trump lost, there would have been bloodshed in the streets mm-hmm. because he had primed his base not to accept the legitimacy of any Hillary victory. Right. And it's the same thing going now. Is, yeah, now the taking gonna, the House is not yeah. going to be legitimate. This is awful. You know, awful. We, it, it's like we handed the car keys to the drunkest person at the party. No, and we handed the car keys to the worst, most hateful person no, who has no values, no scruples, no empathy, no sympathy, no nothing. He's not drunk. He's just a, a, a no, insane narcissist. He's not interested in governing. He's interested in going to these hate and leading these hate rallies. Uh, and there's, you know what? I texted you this last night. I don't see how I don't see a good way out of this. No, I really don't. No, the, the, I don't the, see a good way out of this. The, 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 it was in the hands of the national GOP leadership, and they they determined that their political interests were much more important than, than the good of the country. country. Yeah. Right, and that's where we are. And that's it's, right. again. It's gotten, again, we say this all the time, it's going to get worse, it's going to get worse. It is worse. It is. And it's still getting worse. And it's, and what is the end, like, where's the end of this? Other than, you know, some sort of low-level civil war throughout the country. I don't know. In which case, what do we do? Because the other side has all the guns. Yeah. Well, this is the, that's the logic from, you know, my couple of friends have mentioned this to me. Yeah. All right. Well, we haven't solved anything today, but at least we were able to vent a little and get our feelings out there. And uh, I hope people, so, uh, I hope people listen. Everybody, um, if you can, say Kaddish and then go vote. Yeah. Yeah. Go vote. Go vote.